Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Chris Stewart is a congressman from Utah's 2nd Congressional District. He is also a friend of mine, um, but he is also a storyteller at heart. He is a prolific author. He's written 17 books, many of them national bestsellers. Six different countries and languages have printed them. Number one, New York Times bestselling, uh, award-winning author, also a world record-setting Air Force pilot and importantly a ceo of a small business or a former ceo before he went to congress of a small business uh this guy gets what's coming over the horizon and he's written a new book and the best way to get people to pay attention is to tell it in story form that's what his book the final fight for freedom is how to save our country from chaos and war it is it is the future that could be at our doorstep literally at any time. We talk to him about it in 60 seconds. So one thing that AI cannot do is uh, they can't replicate uh, empathy. And if you want a job in the future, uh, work on your empathy because that's that's the one thing it just absolutely cannot do and anything you can do to help others is going to become more and more important that's why uh, i have taken on as a partner tunnel to towers the tunnel to towers foundation these guys were some of the first that were there after the 3,000 people and died in the world trade center you know we're going to take care of their families we're going to make sure they don't lose their homes we're going to make sure the kids get educations and they have and they kept their word but then they went further then they went to the military who was going over to fight the bad guys who had done that to the towers and when somebody comes home and if they're you know really really badly injured and have a hard time functioning they will build them a house um and they'll build it so they can function in that house and the family can function they're really good people they take care of our heroes, whether they are heroes at home or the heroes that go abroad and then come back home. I'd like to ask you to join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in those people's honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 
11 bucks a month will make a huge difference. T2T.org. Chris Stewart is with me. The name of his book is The Final Fight for Freedom. So let's tell, take us through the book. Well, uh, again, Glenn, thank you for, for the opportunity to be with you today. And by the way, I love Tunnel Towers. Uh, They're great, aren't they? Yeah, they really are yeah. in the work that they do. Um, look, I, I want you to know that I'm an optimist. And you and I have known each other yep. for years, and you know that I am. I mean, right. some of our previous writing is about how you know we, God cares about this country, and there's something extraordinary right. about this and, nation. And, and so people know, you and I are friends. Your brother actually runs my ranch and my my cattle um and so we're friends deep friends and we have had several conversations on what do we do and beyond politics how do we get out of this situation because both of us believe but it's a pretty it's looking like a pretty dark journey there it's uh, there's some rough days ahead yeah uh but i just think it's important to note that i think you and i and all of your listeners are probably at heart most of us are optimists we believe in our country we love our country but at the same time We've got a huge challenge ahead of us. And people don't understand. They think in the old way. We're not fighting the things that we have ever fought in the past alone. Yeah. And, you know, there's a saying I've heard it in Russia, or I'm sorry, in Israel. I don't know that I've heard it anywhere else, but they say just because something happens doesn't mean it never will. And I think many of us have that kind of mind frame. Well, you know, we know we've got these things, but by and large, things are going to be the same for my kids and my grandkids. And, and people are losing that. But what they aren't gaining is, you know, the old saying, how do you go bankrupt? Yeah. Really, really slow. And then all at once. Yeah. Yep. And, and these things build and these pressures build and then suddenly it just changes. And, and I think we're near that inflection point. And that's what this book is trying to pre- trying to prevent. But as I say, it starts out if you in many times we look at our society, we look we other books that are, you know, commenting on our society or politics they are talking about things that, that have happened. This book talks about things that are going to happen. It talks about how our society fails, how our nation could could be brought to its knees. It talks about the weapons that our adversaries are going to use. And again, these aren't conventional weapons, and they're not armed aimed at the military. They're aimed at society. They're aimed at the citizens of the United States. They're aimed at our lifestyle. And, uh, and it describes what it's going to be like to live through this collapse and what it's going to be like after the collapse, and then again, how to avoid it. And the premise of it is just this, Glenn. We are, uh, we are, as I said, and I, and I say this reluctantly, but I don't know a better description, we are committing national suicide. And Abraham Lincoln was right when he said, this nation will not fail unless it fails from within. I would have no doubt in my mind, no doubt, that we could overcome and conquer anything was thrown our way if we all believed in the Bill of Rights still. Yeah, and, and as we as we went into the break, that's exactly right. I mean, look, I'll compromise with you on so many things, but you can't compromise on the Bill of Rights. You can't compromise on the Constitution. Which one of the Bill of Rights do you want to get rid of? Oh, we'll compromise on that. No, no. you can't. No. You can't. And that's kind of, again, the inflection point that we're at right now. And, and, and we're so divided, as you said, where some of, our, some of our neighbors and friends actually would put people like you and I in camps. They'd take our children away from us. I mean, it, it's you know, so clear who's on the right side of history. Well, if you're for that, you are clearly on the wrong side of history. Well, and, and they're how, blind to it. How many times was President Trump called a fascist? And a totalitarian. Yeah. And yeah, who in the world is proposing now some of these draconian, just, you know, terrifying. Fascistic. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
And so because we're in the process of that, our, our adversaries are watching this, which is why what's happening in Ukraine really matters, because our adversaries are watching what happens there, President Xi. And President Xi is the generational uh, challenge for our, for our future. They are the existential threat. It's not Vladimir Putin. It's President Xi. It's China. And they're watching. And, and when we've weakened ourselves to such a point, they're going to use these weapons. Like I said, quantum computing, quantum physics is... So explain how they would use quantum computing. Most people don't know. In probably five years, you would know better maybe than I do. Five years, eight years, there's not going to be any encryption. That's exactly right. Five yeah. years? Uh, it's a ways away. Okay. But it's not... But it's not a billion it's miles. Not, no, it's, no. It's before 2030. And it is zero encryption yeah yeah that's right that's that's the full the total purpose of quantum computing i mean you can apply it to some other things some modeling but uh, the whole purpose of it is encryption you go well okay that's no big deal in other words the department of defense has got to be more secure no you want to cause a financial collapse in the united states instantly break encryption and the banking system goes down and you never recover from it uh and uh and the great reset people just did a war game on this it, and and it 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 happens overnight yep. overnight yep and uh and the capability to absolutely destroy our day-to-day -day life is dependent on quantum and so we describe quantum we go into the physics as i said they're just it's just fascinating and we say okay this is this is what's going to happen so people wake up one day and uh, everything they've had in the bank and every credit card and everything they use for their normal day-to-day -day life simply doesn't work anymore. And that's just one step in, in the threat that we're facing. You talk about biological weapons and CRISPR. The ability to develop a biological weapon that not only is uh, targeted at a certain race, you could actually target an individual. You could target the President of the United States and give him dementia. You could Can give I, him Alzheimer's. Did you, did you watch, did you watch um, the Bond series? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He talked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, I think that that kind of stuff, I mean, I'm not, you know, the bad guy doesn't have a kitty cat and stuff, but that's what they were doing in the last episode was the last episode. Yeah. They were targeting people based on who you were. And then it obviously got out of control. Um, but all of these things yeah. are, this is, this is the bond series. Yeah. And, and what's amazing about that is it's, it's remarkably easy to do. I mean, if you read about CRISPR, you can literally do it with a couple of college kids in a garage. It's not difficult to do. And we don't regulate it nearly enough. It, it, it really is a, an unknown threat to most people, but, uh, China knows what it can do and they have an entire city built in this kind of a fusion center for biological weapons and creating kind of superhuman warriors, for example. So I've heard that. That's true, that they are, they are genetically redesigning people to be this. I mean, they're doing what Germany tried to do just with cocaine and drugs, yeah. but they're doing it genetically? Genetically, and, and they're very serious about doing it. And, uh, you know, and they, and they started to actually re, uh, release some of this information. You may remember five or six years ago, I think they talked about some of this, this yeah. babies that had been genetically manipulated and, and they got such pushback. Well, they didn't quit doing the research. They just quit announcing the it. research and, and, and being public about it. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with hypersonic weapons, which is, you know, enormous challenge as well and fascinating technology once again. But they go, well, what does that matter to us? Well, it eliminates uh, time. A time <laughs> and uh, two generations of our national strategy, uh, our national defense strategy. I mean, everything we have, but so people know it comes 
it, it, it travels so fast and it comes, I think, at a low orbit. So you don't know it at first. And then somehow I, I don't know all of it, but it, but you can't stop it. And when it's coming out, we can't even aim towards it. No, there's no right? de- no defense against it, and and, and makes again, everything we have obsolete. Yeah, and so for example, if China decides they want to take Taiwan, because you know maybe Vladimir Putin had success in taking Ukraine, uh, so say they may want to do that. Well, their view is we don't have to fight your F-35s and your F-22s. All we have to do is take out your carrier. You know, one missile and we win, and uh, we don't have to take out your F-35s and your F-22s. Uh, we take out your tankers because we can't use those uh, those weapon systems. You know, the distance is so great. You have to have air refueling tankers mm. to refuel the fighters as they go to the fight. So, you know, go ahead and let your fighters come on in. We're going to take out your tankers and every one of them are going to. And we have no and we have no uh, anything uh, to fight against it. Our tankers are up there and it's over. Yeah, it's it's a very difficult military defense of weapon systems like that. But again, uh, that's kind of the different world that we're living in now is they have capabilities that they just didn't have a little a little while ago. And it changes, our, as I said, our entire national defense strategy. But the important thing here, Glenn, is it doesn't have to be this way. But And, and it's not a matter of, well, we increase defense spending, we find a way to get quantum computing before China. Right. The key to this is you've got to keep our nation strong and you've got to keep our nation as a, as a, uh, in, in a position where, they, unum. exactly where we can still lead the world on these issues. It's and, not, it's you're, you're not suggesting, uh, any kind of solution that, you know, we need more funding X, Y, Z. You're saying we need to bring Americans, the average Americans back together somehow exactly we can't have half of americans uh feel the way they do about their neighbors and the way they do about their country any longer and and there's only one way to do that you've got to create this social pressure relief valve where people don't feel like as i said things have been jammed down their throats from washington dc from the elites from people that don't understand them or care about them inflation is a great example look if you have someone fill up your car and pick you up in a limousine you don't know what the price of gas is you don't really care if you have someone who shops for you and cooks your meals, you don't know what the price of a piece of let or head of lettuce is, and you don't really care. But but the other the rest of us do, and they feel like people who don't understand them are are compelling them. So here's the answer: go back to what our founding fathers said. We are United States, but we are individual states with individual uh, uh, morals and values that are important to groups of people within those states. Let them decide. And by the way, Glenn, interesting thing on this, they say, well, you know, it's always the right wing. It's the Republicans who want to, you know, want to go out on their own. No, no, no. Blue states have been federalist. For example, Vermont said, we're going to do a single payer system. We'll do it ourselves. Hey, knock yourself out. I'm glad they're doing that. You know, it failed after 18 months. <laughs> right, but it but, would. But they tried. But they tried it. They tried it. Uh, again, if you want to legalize marijuana and, and hard drugs, it's blue states that are leaning into these things. Sanctuary cities, it was blue states who said, we're not going to uh, comply with federal law. It wasn't red states who did that. Blue states said, no, that's a federal law, but we're not going to comply with so it. So would, this would help us um, relieve steam, but eventually we got to kind of come together because you can't live... I mean, the states will fail. You know, California is a failing state. It just hasn't caught up to them yet. Yeah. Okay. And it's going to affect. I mean, look at what it's doing to Idaho, Utah, Arizona. It's changing things because it's such an oppressive anchor. 
Yeah, and, and you know what? You may have leaders that just fail regardless, and in fact, we do see leaders like that, and just continue moving forward on policies that they know will lead to additional failure. But at some point, I think it becomes self-correcting. And just like in, in uh, Europe, and when we had the Eastern Europe nations, and they looked at the Western European nations and says at some point, hey, we want to be like them. We want to have success like they do. And I think you'd have other states that would look at states that are succeeding, like Texas, think, like Florida and others, and say, well, you know what? I think we want to be more like them. Now. I will tell you that I think a lot of Democrats are already saying things like, wait a minute, I'm not for all of this stuff. It's yeah. too draconian. More with Chris Stewart here in just a second. Let me tell you about Goldline, our sponsor. Uh, the Great Reset is coming. Uh, yesterday, the uh, president announced they're coming for cryptocurrency. They're going to make it really very difficult to be able to uh, do any kind of business. On Wednesday night show, you can get it at Blaze TV. It is so important. It is about the economy and inflation, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and uh, I had Carol Roth on, who is former Wall Street banker, then turned to the light side and uh, is trying to help the average person. And she's like, you've got to have assets. You've got to have assets. Get your money out of out of money. Um, and may I suggest one of those assets, gold and silver right now, the gold line is having a deal on, uh, maple flex bars and maple flex bars are, uh, an ounce, but it can be broken up. It's an ounce of silver and it's easy for you to, uh, trade in it. If God forbid you had to, it's a Canadian mint of, uh, of weighed silver. You can also get a mind your own business bar for free. When you buy one Maple Flex bar, you'll get the mind your business bar for free. Also silver. The mind your business is actually what we had on our coins before in God we trust, at least around the time of the founding. And I love that. Buy one, get one. Best two silver assets created. You can get them now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds station ID. I know there's a lot on your plate and a lot to read, but may I suggest the final fight for freedom, how to save our country from chaos and war. This is something that Chris and I have talked about offline for over a year um, about there's got to be a way that, you know, you've used the phrase a relief valve. Somebody else used that phrase on the program today. I was talking to the guy who is organizing the trip uh, to Ottawa with all of the truckers. And he said, it's a relief valve. You have to let people vent because they're not they feel like they're not being heard. The government is going in the opposite direction entirely. And so they are close. And I think they're doing it intentionally. They're closing all of the relief valves that will eventually cause the thing to explode. Yeah. Yeah, which just is so puzzling to me because you look at some of the decisions they make. And I mean, I'm talking about some of our Democratic uh, governors. I'm talking about Washington, D.C. primarily, but it's not only in Washington. And you just think, what in the world are you thinking? Do you not really understand what this means? And a good example that you bring up in, in, the, in the Great Reset, uh, Glenn, is modern monetary theory. How in the world can anyone actually believe that a government could print all of the money that they ever wanted and there's no repercussions to that? I mean, a seventh grader knows that's true, and yet they actually don't. But it, but it goes to a great reset where if you control the population, if you go to fascism, 
they think it'll work. I still don't even think under fascism it will work. It will cause poverty and starvation. But but Chris, you saw what the president said about Bitcoin. That, that that's where they're headed. Yeah. Well, and I think we may see some policies initiated there that just make our heads spin and they just come out of a place that we didn't even think about, didn't even conceive of just a few years ago. But coming back to the basic premise, I mean, the law of economics is like the law of gravity. You, you can't deny it. And eventually, eventually reality just hits. So we're going to continue our conversation on uh, TV, the Friday exclusive on Blaze TV, subscribers only, sign up for Blaze TV. I, I, give me what, where do people start on reconnecting just the Tenth Amendment? Just everybody read the Tenth Amendment and start demanding. Well, I think that's a that's a great place to start. Uh, I think that the Ten Amendments, the Ten Bill yeah. of Rights is probably right. a good place to start. And uh, and I think actually connecting the dots to realize that there's some people in government and in leadership who don't believe those things any longer. And actually are trying to take them away from us in very meaningful ways. You know, it was one thing when I knew they weren't paying attention and they were like, you know, but well, we got to do what we got to do. It's now very clear many in Washington almost despise it. They see it as an impediment to getting the things done that have to be done. And some people don't deserve those rights. Yeah. And you go back to your quote you played earlier about the elite saying, well, we love and trust each other more. But those other people don't trust us. And uh, again, you think, how could they be so unself-aware? Selfish, quite honestly. Selfish and, uh, and arrogant. That's a really, really bad combination. The name of the book is The Final Fight for Freedom by Chris Stewart. He is a fantastic writer. And you will understand what we're up against in a very short period of time. Put this battle into perspective. The Final Fight for Freedom, available everywhere today by Congressman Chris Stewart. The Glenn Beck Program. So here are the things that we have to do. We have to start giving money to, giving our hard-earned money to people that are, are on our side, that agree with the Bill of Rights. Patriot Mobile is that company. Why are you doing business? Honestly, why are you doing business with any other phone service? Why? I don't care if you think you're getting a deal or whatever. You're not. You're not. First of all, they're costing you your country. The second second part is you can get a cheaper rate and the same great service by going to Patriot Mobile. 972 Patriot. Get free activation with the offer code Beck right now. You'll get better customer service. They're on the same exact same cell towers. Uh, as everybody else, and it'll cost you less, and they take part of their profit and put it towards pro-life things, pro-Second Amendment, pro-Constitution. They are working with us. Switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Use the offer code Beck and get free activation. Go there now. It is PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use that promo code Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Oh, oh, oh. 
This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, Dr. Uh, Joseph Ladapo is a guy who's had an, an amazing week. Uh, he's just been confirmed as the Florida Surgeon General. The Democrats didn't like it. I believe they walked out. Uh, but he has been confirmed. And he is and now he's dealing with the FDA and the monoclonal antibody uh, tests that you know will be closed after the FDA removes the emergency use uh, use authorization. Uh, they didn't even tell Florida. They they haven't even communicated with them. You know beforehand, uh, and I don't understand exactly why they would pull this, especially since you know if there's seven hundred thousand people uh, that are getting it anywhere between a I don't know thousand and five thousand maybe could be getting Delta variant. Um, but we don't know. It might be 50. But why would you pull a treatment? I've been to the doctor before and they are like, you know, I don't know. Let's just hit you with some antibiotics as well. I don't think that's it, but let's hit you with some antibiotics. Why would the government pull something off of the market and not let doctors decide we have uh, we have the good doctor on with us now, the Surgeon General of Florida. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Now, do I have do I have the story right? First of all, uh, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean you basically have it right. So, in terms of the first part, in terms of the confirmation piece, it's kind of the first step, but we're getting there. And um, and in terms of the FDA, you're correct. I mean, they they made a decision that was rash. Um, it was really obnoxious to patients. They they sort of made the decision in the evening, and people found out the following morning that their appointments were canceled. I mean, was that really necessary? You know. Um, so thousands of people were planning on coming in for appointments and they literally found out that morning that, you know, that, that, that wasn't going to be a possibility. So it was, it was really just very, a very obnoxious thing to do to Floridians and other people around the country that were, um, you know, that were scheduled for appointments. Okay. So let me ask two questions. Um, I think both fair, but in opposite directions. First question, the FDA only pulled um, two, I think, out of the three mono, monoclonal uh, treatments, and they didn't ban the one that they say works against uh, Omicron. So if it's I mean, if if it why wouldn't they ban the second or the, the, that last one if they were trying to do something evil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you know I, I i don't know their motivations but it was a very bad decision so basically in december a few laboratory studies showed that the regeneron monoclonal antibody and then an eli Lilly monoclonal antibody had reduced affinity for the omicron variant whereas a third monoclonal antibody is called citrovimab still seem to have high affinity. So that was the, you know, to give the FDA some credit, at least, or at least there was some basis. I mean, we've seen many decisions made during the pandemic for which there was absolutely no basis whatsoever for the decision. So, so fine. So that's what the laboratory studies show. 
But Glenn, the thing is, and it's not rocket science, is that what you see in a lab doesn't or always correlate perfectly with what you see okay. patients. So right? that's the that's the other question in the other direction. Um, if this was look, if if this was something that could be dangerous to people. Um, and it was experimental. You, first of all, would not be shoving it down everybody's throat as they have. Um, and if you wanted to pull it out because it was dangerous and you'd say, look, we've we've approved this emergency, but it, it's not really that effective on this. We're going to pull it because it is dangerous to use it. But that's not what they're saying. So I go back to, you know, antibiotics. Many times in my life, and I know this is bad for, you know, super viruses, but many times in my life, doctors have said, you know what, I don't think it's this, but I'm just going to hit you with this just in case. If it's not dangerous, why pull it off the market? Why not let doctors say, you know what, give it a whirl? Glenn, you're you're exactly right. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, over this course of this pandemic, we've actually had evidence for treatments, you know, fluvoxamine and helbutesonide. There have been there's some evidence for ivermectin, even though there's a, there's a lot of d- debate about that. There's also evidence for hydroxychloroquine, even though there's a lot of debate about that. And if you care about patients, what you do is you allow doctors to make decisions and you collect data so that, you know, you can help doctors make even better decisions. But instead, we've, you know, we've seen it just time and time again, this tendency to just want to say, no, you can't use this, or no, you can't use that. And no one who cares about patients thinks about decisions that way. I mean, it's the bottom line. What you're saying is exactly correct in terms of what happens when there's uncertainty, but your doctor thinks that there may be a benefit to treatment. And it, it's, it's really heartbreaking. I mean, honestly, I just I don't know what the motivation is. Well, I mean, they're either schizophrenic, they don't know what they're doing, or they have other motivation because Merrick uh, or Merck has just received uh, the emergency use authorization from the FDA for their treatment uh, with the pills. What is it? Uh, Molnupiravir, whatever it is. Um, and there's two rounds of trials now that show it has almost no difference in outcome for hospitalization for those on the placebo group. But they just said you can use that, but there's no real evidence that that works. So is this just total confusion? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Glenn, I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's, um, I mean, I, I, I just have to quit trying to even try and understand, honestly, uh, because it's it's just so uh, it's just so perplexing and vexing as a doctor. Just to even build on what you just said regarding the Merck product, so Merck publishes a single clinical trial with very shaky results in terms of this antiviral. You look at another medication called fluvoxamine. Right. It's a generic, right? Yeah. No one's gonna make a billion dollars off of it. They publish some researchers independently publish a clinical trial bigger than the Merck trial, higher quality than the Merck trial, and overall, actually overall more effective than what the Merck trial shows. And, you know, nothing. 
right? There's no uh, leadership at the NIH saying that doctors should consider using that medication. I, I, I'm honestly, I, I, don't, I don't, I think I would probably, you know, have to get diagnosed with hypertension or something if I just tried to understand the rationale behind this, but it's not the kind, they're not the kind of decisions that people make when they actually care about patients. So that is the scary thing. And I think this is why um, conspiracy theories start. Um, but we're so far beyond that. I mean, there's a difference between a conspiracy theory that is dangerous and just asking simple questions and asking questions gets you banned. Um, I mean, I never before have I seen ever in America people saying you can't ask a question. You can't say what you believe uh, or they shut you down. Are, are you seeing as a doctor real problems with misinformation? To the extent you know, to where you we should be closing people down, shutting them up? Oh, absolutely not. Glenn. I mean, and, and it's, you're exactly right. It is the kind of thing that fuels theories. And, you know, people label them as conspiracy theories to sort of be pejorative um, up toward the uh, people who are just trying to wrap their minds about um, around what's going on. But it's, it's really just, I mean, it's just an extraordinarily terrible time for, um, for clinical science and for the uh, scientific community in, in, in some very important ways. And this, I mean, it, it just a very simple idea that asking questions is anti-science. It, it's like, Come on, guys. You know, there's a there's a paradox in there waiting for you to discover. Um, and it's and it's to the detriment of every human being on this planet. OK, so uh, help me out with this one. The government admits two doses of the mRNA vaccines or one of the J&J are ineffective against Omicron, but that the boosters only decrease the likelihood of hospitalization and they do a good job of that. However, they're still recommending that everybody who's eligible gets vaccinated, but you can't ever talk about side effects. At the same time, the FDA ruled that these two monoclonal antibodies are no longer worth the risk of potential side effects. Can you please tell me the difference between the side effects? Are they, is one so much greater than the other? Oh, so right, right. So, you know, Glenn, it's, it's, again, this is just one of the, uh, one of the sad parts of the pandemic in terms of how, you know, one of the things we've tried to do in Florida is be very clear about when we're talking about data and science and when we're talking about our perspective or our interpretation of those data or sort of the science in terms of policymaking. So it's, it's total nonsense. I mean, the monoclonal antibodies, they actually, because there's no stigma, there's, there's, there's no politics around their use, we've actually been able to have an honest assessment of their side effects. Unfortunately, they're very well tolerated. Uh, you know, they're, they're, every medication can have side effects, but these are medications that have been used hundreds of thousands of times. They have a, a great safety profile, and, and people have, have, have looked, and, and again, people have been able to talk more freely about them. Now, on the other end, the vaccines, right? I mean, you know, I think even people who favor mandates can hopefully acknowledge that there has been an atmosphere that has suppressed any discussion about Correct. side effects. 
And it may not be that any big side effects come about, but we should at least be able to talk about it. We're talking to the uh, Surgeon General of uh, Florida, not been confirmed, but it's getting ugly. Um, Joseph Ladapo, let me ask you, what is the plan for Florida now? What are you going to do about this? Right. So here in Florida, you know, our big things have been um, access. So really continuing to to provide access to vaccinations, provide access to treatment to the extent that we can and um, and and really prioritizing vulnerable populations. So we work even though the FDA has made some decisions that have reduced our capacity to treat. We do still have citrovimab and we reserve that monoclonal antibody for high risk populations. So populations in nursing homes and, um, and, um, and that sort of thing. So, you know, we are continuing to let Floridians know about other treatment options that they can take at home. I've mentioned inhaled budesonide, mm-hmm. I've mentioned fluoxamine, and, you know, it, and, and we're also working on ramping up the Merck and Pfizer antiviral products. Although again, you know, the Merck product in particular has some, you know, some serious challenges and there's some serious questions about it. Um, and that's, and that's really been our approach. And of course we want Floridians to continue living, exercising, getting outside sunlight, none of this fear nonsense that, you know, that's been what the federal government has. And unfortunately many of my own colleagues have been peddling for the past 22 years. Dr. Ladapo, um, thank you for everything. Uh, I know people have called you every name under the sun, including a pseudoscientist. He's medical degree from Harvard, Ph.D. in health policy from Harvard Graduate School of Arts and Sciences, uh, l- published in leading journals, the Journal of American Medical, uh, American Car- uh, College of Cardiology, yada, yada, yada. He is um, he's kind of a big deal. So thank you for coming on. God bless you. Hey, thanks. Thank thanks, you. God you bless you. It's amazing what is happening. Where this guy with those credentials can oh, be just called. A, just a, uh, a quack. A quack. Mm. Oh, he might as well just be telling Chris Cuomo to take, you know, baths in special salts. <laughs> oh, no, that was, that was actually, Chris Cuomo's actual doctor. Actual yeah. doctor. Relief factor. If you ever have that moment when you're standing there in front of the bathroom mirror, you know, buttoning the sleeves on your shirt and you think, ow. Usually when I'm standing in front of the bathroom mirror, that's not what I think of unless it's my <laughs> eyes that go, ow, don't look that at that mirror again. Um, but if you've ever been buttoning your shirt and your hands are in so much pain, I was just talking to Cheryl Barton yesterday and she said, you know, Glenn, she said, you know, I always hear about backs and everything else. She said, but I'm taking relief factors. She said, I'm a zealot about it now. She said, my hands used to hurt so much. And I said, right, that, that was my problem too, the hands. And she said, I am out of pain. It is fantastic. If you're in pain, please get out of pain. Button your shirts. Do the things with your hands. Do the things with your back and legs that you've always wanted to do. Don't give up. Try it. Feel the difference. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Get your life back. Try the three-week quick trial pack. It's developed for you. Try it for three weeks. Take it as directed. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. So 
so there are no books to be sold uh, of The Great Reset. You can order your book, um, but uh, they only count towards the New York Times list when they're delivered. We're number 13 this week. Last week, we were number 12. We were actually number one. But now this week, with no books in little bookstores to sell, we're number 13. Maybe if they divide all your sales up over the next 25 years, you'll yeah. just be on the list forever. Forever. We're like be, a number 13 What the heck are forever. you even doing? That's amazing. So bizarre. Get your book. Go to glensnewbook.com. Uh, you can get the Kindle, right? And get the Kindle book. Okay. Uh, on Monday, the audiobook comes out. Oh, really? Uh, that's, yeah. That's confirmed? <laughs> oh, this is you wishing it into existence, isn't it? No, no, no. Yeah, I was told I know... that it would be Monday, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard confirmation yet. So I'll tell you Monday morning. You've so. finished it for sure. It's just a matter of yeah, whether yeah. it's going to go through the process. Yeah, or not. right. Uh, all right. We will see you uh, on TV tonight. Join us. Blaze TV, commercial free. The uh, Friday exclusive. More on what our country is going through and how do we get out of it tonight.